Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. Welcome back. This is another episode of Blood Types. We are finally on episode nine. Finally. It's it's taken a while, just like this freaking timeline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Don't bring up the timeline. I won't. But <laughs> one thing I so do bad. I do want to bring up is I feel like we have all of our announcements are just at the yes. front of this. First off, our podcast has been listened to like 1,300 times. Yeah. And I still cannot wrap my head around that 1,300 people have listened to our voice mostly all the way through. First off, again, yeah. thanks for that. You're the real MVPs. <laughs> um, second is we started a support where you guys can help support our podcast. Because our first goal is to get better microphones and make the podcast even better for you. Um, we're even talking about maybe recording it. Maybe. So keep a lookout. I'm, I'm still not on board. But if you'd like to support, we're just, you can do monthly contribution, contributions, if I could talk. You could do a dollar, you could do five dollars, you could do ten dollars. Again, this is not required. It's just we want to make this podcast the best thing for you guys because we're making such a great little community that we'd love to only give you the best content that we can. So if you would like to go support our podcast, our link is anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash blood types forward slash support and that will take you right to our website where you can sign up and help us out we just wanted to bring that up because it's a new thing again not required but we would just love to um make it better make it better (laughs) i think i'm just talking in circles you know how you have like a voicemail and you don't know how to end it yeah i feel like this is exactly what's happening with me i'm just like or a voice memo voice memo yes that you send in a panic yes instead of just being like bye like i'm just like i keep saying the same things in a circle well i gotta go go to the store now okay have have a blessed day bye like instead of being awkward so I, I just wanted to throw that little thing out there. If anybody wants to support us, that's a way you can. So into episode nine. This is called I Will Rise Up. Eric plays Sookie for a sucker to Bill's dismay. Hoyt and Jessica with Maxine and Sam flies. The- I mean, literally. <laughs> literally. Literally <laughs> flies the coop. This episode has the, probably one of the most cohesive storylines throughout an episode that I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of jumping around, which is very nice, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to take notes when everybody has, like, a 30-second scene, and you're just bouncing back and forth so much. Um, but, yeah, this is a good episode. I, I liked think. it. Yeah. I just feel like we're we're slowly, everything's kind of coming to wrap mm-hmm. in Dallas while everything fucking goes batshit crazy yeah. in Bon Ton. Yeah. Um, Again, this was such a weird, like, separate storyline of what I thought this season was going to be, especially right. when it started with, like, Sookie getting, well, somebody getting found dead, and then yeah. Sookie getting attacked, and then, like, oh, nope, they're going to Dallas, and there's this <laughs> whole big thing there, and then now it's just like, well, Marianne's just, like, getting stronger, yeah. and she keeps, like, playing with people's minds, like, take the bitch out. Right. Go back to Bob Kong. Yeah, like, they need you. <laughs> For some reason, Sookie is the answer to everybody's yeah. prayers, and like, everybody's, like, can't survive without right. her. Literally. Literally can't. Except for Lafayette. He's doing great. Yeah, he's the only one. <laughs> yeah, he's doing great. And then this scene, like, in this episode, mm-hmm. great. Yes. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. He's such I, a great cousin. I realized in 
episode one that we listen or that we recorded, you said a bunch of fun facts, and you said that Bontalm was not real. And I've asked you twice since we've started this series if it was a real place. I can't remember any of the fun facts. <laughs> the other one that just stuck with me, even though he's not in the series anymore, is the guy who played Renee, Renee. paid his own money to get, like perfect that beautiful. Cajun accent. The two fun, or the other fun facts were that Bontam is not real and that you could buy True Blood. Oh, yeah. Those were the fun facts. And it's supposed to taste like orange, I think we figured out, but it's probably not even good now. If anyone has any, link it to us. Please. We might buy some if it's a reasonable price. Yeah, we're not going to drink it. We may just, we may just have it. Just we'll pour it out. Yeah. <laughs> For all of the People dead. who have died. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have agreed it's like 10 people. Yeah. And like a... <laughs> Two and a half week process. Love it. Uh, so, all right. When we left off, Luke McDonald had come from the uh, Fellowship of the Sun to deliver a message from Steve Newland, and Bill and Lorena were outside, and she was like, "Well, when are we going to see each other again?" And he goes, "Lorena, you may be immortal, but you're dead to me." Oh my god, it's just as dramatic as our fucking breakup. Yeah, is their goodbye. I really wish they would have just put that in that last episode. It was like a five second scene. They didn't need it. No, they didn't need it at all. And. First, she starts running normally. I'm like, girl, you're in heels. Right. And then she vampire zooms. zooms. I'm like, why would you first start out? Right. Just vampire zoom. Yeah. You have to get a running start before I, you can zoom. I guess so. Because she's in heels in that beautiful red dress. Yeah. And she just kind of like gallops off. Aww. It's just weird. And yeah. then zooms out. And that's it. That's yeah. it for Bill and Lorena. Yeah. That's the 30 second blurb. Like, they're just like, I hate you. Don't forget that. And right. then she runs off. Okay, bye. <laughs> and so after this, we see the explosion. Luke has successfully suicide bombed himself inside this nest. And we see that Eric has covered Sookie so that she wouldn't get shot, I guess. I uh, guess taken, like, taken, um, I guess taken out by that bomber. Yeah. But you find out he has ulterior motives. But before we even go to that, my question is, all... Most of the people in there are vampires, right. other than, like, some human companions. He literally has a little bit of a monologue. Yeah. As soon as they saw him open the jacket, why don't they just run? Yeah. They or to take track, him though. out. Or take him out. They're faster than him. Like, because he says, he has this whole speech, he opens his jacket, like, three seconds before right. he hits the button. And somebody, the nearest vampire, should right. have just, like, cracked his neck or something and saved them all the trouble. Well, then we wouldn't have a show. <laughs> we, wouldn't have the, we wouldn't have such a glorious episode. Because, right. again, we didn't fight. I can't remember how many people died. But Three was, vampires and two human companions. Yeah, so five people. Right. How Jason didn't die when he was so close. He was right next to him, but I he was totally fine. Got blue, like, down a hallway because yeah. he just pops up and goes, I'm good. <laughs> hey, Sookie, it's hey, me. I'm good. <laughs> so, like you said, Eric does definitely have alternative motives. He's pretending that he's dying and... He's like, there's silver inside of me. And makes Sookie, like, suck the bullets out of him, which is the nastiest thing, noise, Why situation. Why does that make sense? But again, I have, I'm not the person you, you need in a pressure, right. like a life or death situation. I am like, ah. too gullible, and I'm just like, okay, okay, <laughs> and, like, freak out. So I guess this is kind of her in that situation. Right. He's like saying he's dying yeah but i don't know why the first instinct instinct was like to suck it out like venom i how would you even apply enough force to suck a bullet out of a wound yeah my thing is like digging it out oh yeah don't they just have a vampire doctor on staff i guess not well somebody should get on that yeah but he smiles after because he knows Mm -hmm. exactly what he's doing he kind of like yeah it's 
not consensual. It is not consensual at all. Because now he has access to her location mm-hmm. and all of her emotions against her will. Right. Like Google or Facebook. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is Eric Northman. <laughs> he is. They yeah. are one of the same in this fucking episode. Well, after Godric sends everybody to a different hotel with security, which... Could have done that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Suki is so upset about everything. And Bill doesn't really try to help. I mean, he kind of is like, I get it. Like, I know you didn't want to do it. But then he's like, mm, the worst part of this, all is that you're going to want to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it sucks. Everything else is horrible, Suki. So sorry. But also, you're going to want to have sex with him. Yeah, he's like, you'll find him sexy now. And Suki's like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Eric, why would I want to have sex with Eric? And he's like, this is the worst part. <laughs> This is it. But, like, he's been trying since episode three. Yeah. After Sookie got, like, scratched and was healing, he tried to give her his blood then. Yeah. So this has been a long game for Eric. Maybe he got Luke to blow up the nest. No, he loves Godric more than Sookie. Yeah, so (laughs) if anything, he would have took the bullet for Godric Definitely. But Bill walks in and goes, he would have healed and it just makes the whole, like, vibe just so weird. Suki's so like, I sucked his chest. What is wrong with me? And yeah. Like, yeah, girl. You, what is wrong what with is you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Be like, Godric, can you help him? You're his baker. He's like, like a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you do this. I don't want to suck his chest. So after that, they go to bed. But Suki can't sleep. So she goes to see Jason. They apologize to each other. And Jason is saying how he doesn't want to talk about Gran because he doesn't want to feel anything. Well, I also put, of course they can't sleep. They just went through a very traumatic <laughs> terrorist attack. Well, they're fine after a few minutes of talking. That's that's all you need. But what I love is this is the first heart-to-heart you really see them have. Like, yeah. this is the first real conversation, like, mature conversation yeah. you really see them have. And this is the first time you really get to hear Jason talk about Gran. Because, right. granted, he did act horrible in her wake. but. Yeah. The only person he really confided in some of his feelings for was Amy. Yeah. And then he lost her, so he really had no one. Yeah. So no wonder he threw himself into, like, the Fellowship of the Sun. Well, but he could have relied on Sugi, but he immediately just left. I mean, you gotta gotta walk back. Yeah. There's, like, that shame. Right, right, and right. And he's very, very egocistic. Egotistic. Yeah. He also just carries a lot of guilt. Because he talks about how no one liked him for him. They liked him because he played sports or that he was good at sex. He had, had to a throw body. sex in there, yeah. I know. I was like, don't say that here, sister. That's weird. Because um, I could fuck well. They love like, me. Okay, great. <laughs> but they, yeah, they kind of just have a heart-to-heart about how they don't have any family left. And it's just them and they have to stick together. I, but I feel like some of that in his vulnerability, you see why he needed the validation of the Fellowship right. of the Sun. Because not only did he lose, he he lost two people he couldn't protect. Right. And I feel, and it wasn't as shown or definitely like directly said. Right. I feel like he feels like a protector. Yeah. Right. He has that sense of sense of self, sense of like manlyhood, wants to kind of protect. It. I think that's why he kind of hulked out about Sookie. Right. It's like that's all the, he has. Yeah. And then he couldn't protect Gran. He right. couldn't protect Amy. Amy. So he was at a very low point and found Jesus, I guess. <laughs> but I love this whole scene just because you haven't really seen right. any kind of like sense of family, sense of relationship, like right. sense of vulnerability in him, let alone with Sookie. Because I feel like he's older, right? He's I the older so, brother. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a very beautiful scene. And I'm chef's kisses to Jason's character development yeah. in this season. He has beca- went from like one of my least favorite characters to kind of one of my favorites. And yeah. I feel like he has stepped up in a lot of ways in so far, yeah. like especially when he would put his life on the line for Sookie and he would have. I agree. But then you get to see Steve and Sarah Newland, who must have just went straight to the news news right. station. I cannot talk. Sorry, I was thinking about the timeline again. Because Luke, when it, Godric was it saved. It all happened in one night. Yeah, because when Godric was saved, saved, quote unquote. They went straight to the party. Right. Where Luke showed up mm-hmm. and blew everyone up. So in a like two to three hour time span, From and now the ones are already on TV. Yeah, talking to Nancy Flanagan, who I am not a fan of. Well, she comes in real hot she's in a, a little bit. She's an icy bitch. She is. I mean, I guess you have to be to deal with Steve and Sarah Newland. But I love that he still had the paintball mark on his forehead. <laughs> he did. That was that. my favorite. <laughs> and literally, you see you see Sarah losing it. Yeah. They started just going back and forth and arguing. Yeah, but he cut her off, and that's my biggest pet right. peeve. Like, if somebody doesn't let me finish my sentences, I'm sorry I do this to you all the time on this <laughs> I podcast. Say, I do that to you. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's just one of my biggest things. Like, don't do it when I'm mad. Or, like, right. no wonder she got upset. Because yeah. he just has to talk. He has to just hear himself talk all the time. And he keeps bringing up his father. <laughs> She's like, he has to be the center of attention. He does have like, to be the center of attention. Imagine dealing with that all the time. No. No, thanks. Mm-mm. Well, after Suki and Jason have a little heart-to-heart and watch TV together, she goes back... Well, she must have gone back to her room because yeah. she is in bed with Bill. And then she kind of turns over and it's not Bill. It's, it's not Bill at all. Yeah. And it's... Uh, My words exactly <laughs> was... It was one of the most cringiest things I've ever seen. I... It Go ahead. was gross. Like, once the Eric dreams have started, right. it's the most cringiest thing he's, like, I've ever witnessed in with my eyes. I don't think they have good chemistry. I don't think they do either. Okay. I'm glad it wasn't just me. I was watching this and I was like, I yeah, get it. It's gross. But the way they talk to each other mm-hmm. and how she's like, I always thought you were cold hearted and couldn't love anyone. And he goes, only for Sookie. And I audibly was like, <laughs> You're like, disgusting. Ew. <laughs> Ew. And then Lorena's just in the corner in a chair. I was like, what right. about Bill? She goes, no, I love Bill. And they're like pulling her back in so she, you could tell she's like fighting those feelings. Right. I hate it. I know they eventually get together because, well, we've watched it before. Right. But I don't like it. Well, at least this time it was just a dream. We haven't hit the real deal yet. Yeah, but she can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And in, we'll get there, but, like, in the meaning, she turns, her, like, her whole head. like To look at him? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's very weird. I think it's funny that that is the thing that was the biggest issue, was, like, you're going to want to have sex with Eric. Yeah. Like, not, no one feels bad about the fact that he's going to know every single thing about Suki, where she is, how she feels. No one gives a shit about that. It's, like, for 72 hours, you're just going to be corny for him. He's, like, you might want to fuck him. <laughs> So just like, Bill, why don't you take her away? Just go take her back home. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Or just like, ride it out. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Be like, no, I will have sex with you for 72 hours yes. straight so you don't think about him. Can he feel that she's starting to have feelings for him? Bill or Eric? Eric. I guess so. But why would he want her if he has to force her to like him? That's what I don't understand. He could glamour <sighs> yeah. anybody in the world, but he only wants... I mean, well, you want what you can't right, have, exactly. I guess. But he wants to one-up Bill. But it's not real. 
Right. It's not real. At least right now, it's not real. Well, would it ever really be real then? Also, didn't Suki drink Bill's blood? Mm-hmm. Why didn't she get horny for him? She was already horny for him. <laughs> true, true. It just perpetuated, like, it made it worse. As soon as she walked up to the table, was like, I'm sorry, we don't have any true blood. He threw it out because nobody's ever came. Right. She was already horny for She's them. like, we're getting married. <laughs> we're doing this. Because did you see how, like, she looked at him when he walked in? Horny for Bill already. Yeah. Didn't um, know his name. Uh, going back to the chemistry thing, like, I see way more chemistry between her and Bill, which makes sense because they're husband and wife. But I feel like maybe that's why our opinion's right. a little screwed. It's just because, right. like, they're doing it at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, though, like, being an actor or an actress and seeing your significant other have sex with your other co-star? Even fake. Like, I know it's fake. Yeah. But I, that would be hard for me. Well, I'm a jealous bitch. So, yeah, it would be hard <laughs> yeah. for me. Especially, like, if you had to kiss somebody. I was like... Yeah. Did she have soft lips? Right. But that's just me. Oh, you like her more than me? But I feel like, is it part of the job? Yeah, I guess. I guess you have to take feelings out of it. I, I can never. I mean, that that's no better than <laughs> My me. My feelings are all the way in. Yes. <laughs> well, after she wakes up, she thankfully had this, like, quiet, wet dream. She's just laying in the same area. <laughs> like, could you imagine how awkward it would have been if she woke up and she, like, Bill was looking at her and being like, you were dreaming about Eric. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, at least it was quiet. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know. But she wakes up and she just kind of goes back to bed. And this is when we finally meet Nancy. Oh, they're in the meeting? Yes. Yeah, when it goes to their meeting. She's so mad. The, like, just because it makes more work for her. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's like, I have to clean up your messes. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Icy bitch. Yes. The worst. But in that... Is when, like, Godric uh, kind of beats her to the punch. He goes, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Uh, you could have, I give up all Everything. authority I have. It should be Isabel. Right. You can take it. Like, that's fine. I well, understand. Well, he admits that he gave himself over because he thought it would help. He was like, you know, I thought that if I sacrificed myself to this, that they would realize it would that we're stop. not. stop. Right. Yeah. And obviously it didn't. Because, For sure it did not. Because three died. So, or five, I guess, had mm-hmm. died. Um, so he removes himself as sheriff, like you said. And Nancy kind of threatens to take Eric's position. Because he's, cause he's like, fight for it. Like, right. what are you doing? She can't do this to you. Right. Fight. But Godric's just ready to die. I feel like I... It's kind of, you know, this is coming. Right. He has been, like, he he hasn't really celebrated being, like, released. He always talks about how negative vampires are. Yeah. But I feel like one of the symptoms now, this is me kind of coming in educated, but I feel like I've heard somewhere is one of the signs that somebody may decide to end their life. Yeah, unalive themselves. Is they give away a lot of their possessions. Right. And I feel like this is his way of, like kind of trying to set up Isabel for right. success and like getting like getting yeah. rid of everything that he will no longer need. I mean I feel like out of every single vampire we've met, Isabella is the only one who may even partially share his ideology because she was with a human. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I get his choice. And like you said, that makes a lot of sense for him to be like, here you go, you can have this because as we find out, he's going to sacrifice himself, you know? He's ready to go. Yeah. I mean, 2,000 years is a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm only 27 and I'm like, god damn it. (laughs) So I couldn't imagine times a thousand of that. That'd be insane. Especially when all your loved ones have probably passed and all of that stuff. But I feel like Isabel, I mean, definitely don't leave it to Stan. Where is Stan? He died. He was one of the ones who died. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Stan. <laughs> Yeehaw, Cowboy is dead. 
That's what we called him all last episode. I know. Episode. I loved it. <laughs> so the more why I forgot his name. Right. Yeah. So you can tell that Eric is a little suspicious. He's like, why right. don't you fight for it? Like, she can't do right. that to you. It's kind of like, I feel like he shows a lot of his, like, little kid side. You can definitely, definitely. tell that there's, like, a parent and child relationship yeah. between them. Because it's like, uh, uh, come on. Daddy. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. <sighs> I know. And Suki tries to, like, raise him with Nancy. Yeah. yeah, she's like, Godric saved me from Gabe, who was trying to R-word me. Mm-hmm. And... Like, he, he saved all those people. Yeah, like, there was no mess, really, at the church. Like, nobody died. Yeah. They just kind of, there was going to be a fight. He kind of shut everything down, and that would have been even worse for you. Yeah. But Nancy doesn't give a shit. She's like, you need to come sign some papers. Oh, no, she goes, it's not that serious. You just have to do a few <laughs> signatures. And right. I'm just like... Because he, Godric is like, I will atone for my sins and my mistakes. Like, I'm <laughs> she so goes, sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, you didn't kill these people, you yeah. know? But poor Sookie tries tries to help, and it doesn't work. Mm. Um, and after the talk, again, he apologizes, and Eric and Godric make plans to meet on the roof. Mm. Well, not really plans. Godric just says, on the roof. On the roof. Yeah, and Eric follows, of course. I was course. like, okay. Um, well, that's when Sookie feels bad. She goes, I need I need to go talk to him. Yes. She and, goes to Bill. And, and Bill's like, like, you're too nice. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's suspicious. I think he knows what's happening inside of her with the, like, Eric's blood and everything. So I think he, I think part of him is like, yes, that's Sookie's whatever. But I think the other part of him is like, oh, she wants to go be with Eric. Yeah. But she, she explained, she doesn't know that right. it might be part of Eric. She's just like, he, he he's the he reason I'm me. standing here. Yeah. And I feel like I, if I could do anything to repay that man, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And she... The, the dresses she wears and the outfits she packs to things. Not practical. <laughs> at all. She is in a, like, white tank top, but then wearing a gingham picnic, like, Dress. around her. Yeah, you know? He, yeah. Yeah. Whoever was her stylist, I'm mad at you. Yeah. It looks worse two seasons. I'm not... I don't know. I don't know what she wears half the yeah, time. Me either. But she goes up to the roof. And Godric and Eric are talking, and Godric's like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to be alive anymore. And Eric is just, when he starts sobbing, I started crying it so is hard. Oh, he just, like, has the blood running down his face and is, like, weeping. And they have a moment on the roof, and Eric is like, well, I'm going to do it with you. And Godric says. He's like, he commands him not to. Yeah. And I don't know why they're. There wasn't subtitles when they were um, speaking in Swedish. Yeah, this is from IMDb. Apparently, what they said in Swedish on this on the roof is Eric starts first and he says, "Godric, don't do it." And Godric replies, "There are centuries of faith and love between us." And Eric goes, "Please, please, please, Godric." And Godric goes, "Father, brother, child." That gave me goosebumps. I don't like that. <laughs> I know. It's, again, he speaks in poetry and it's beautiful. There are centuries of love between us. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, what I don't like, I mean, right? he sees it. He, I, I thought he was going to release him as his maker at that point. I did too. When he says, as your maker, I thought he was going to say, I release you. No, he goes, go downstairs. I command you to go downstairs. (laughs) You will leave me alone. Yeah, you will not die with me today. Okay. So, he kind of takes that from him. Yeah. But I'm glad Sookie was there. Right. Like, it was... It was was really nice. It was sad, but a very beautiful moment. Yeah. And even he goes, like... 
I never. Uh, uh, human in my last moments cried human tears over me. I see God in this. And when he said that, I oh, chills ran through my spine. Yeah. And he goes, I see God in this. It was really beautiful when he asks if she believes in God. And Suki says yes. Mm-hmm. And he goes... How does he, he punish? How will he be punished? And she says, God doesn't punish. God forgives. forgives. And he says he doesn't deserve it, but he hopes for it. We I'm only so got him for like two in a tenth episodes. <laughs> but how is he the best? <laughs> I love him so much. I feel like we needed yeah, more. I agree. Well, he says he isn't afraid to die. And he yeah. has gone up to meet the sunlight at this point. And so he says that she's scared for him. And he's like, I'm full of joy and oh, I want it. static. He yeah. was, he had like a smile on his yeah. face. It was so bizarre. Yeah. But, but then he takes his shirt off. And he doesn't burn. He just disintegrates. Yeah. Even his pants. <laughs> well, you have to take those with you to the afterlife. Right. If you don't have pants, then what are you doing? <laughs> so he should have took his shirt and gave it to Eric. I thought that too. When it was laying on the roof, mm-hmm. I was like, are you going to pick it up? Go get it. Go get it, Sookie. That's You're littering. What, that's like, <laughs> go <laughs> get it. <laughs> but they were on a rooftop. And I know this may just be, there was no wind. It must have been a very still morning in Dallas. <laughs> and the sun rose really fast. Yeah, I guess I can't just, like, sit around and just shoot <laughs> the like shit. Four hours later, be like, what? Yep. <laughs> well, that's kind of where we leave them that's, in this episode. Yeah, that's a good chunk of the episode. Yeah, another huge part of this, though. <sighs> God. Wait, Jessica? Say, oh, oh, yes. What were you going to say? Tara and Marianne. Oh, yeah, that too. That one, I like to push anything with Marianne out of my head. To the point. Let's just hit it to the end because. Yeah. Mm. So Jessica and Hoyt, you said? Yes. This one goes by a little bit quicker. They're still talking about her virginity, my quote God. unquote. My first, my first note, because he's like, <laughs> there's other ways to have sex. I felt like, of course, a man would be like, there's other ways. There's always oral sex, babe. Right. You could always give me a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be mad if you give me a blowjob. Okay. And they go straight from like talking about sex to like I want you to meet my mama. Yeah. And not only, not only does he preface I want you to meet my mom, um, she hates your kind right. pretty much. Um, she won't respect your privacy mm-hmm. by asking you too many personal right. questions if she talks to you at all. But yet he thinks this is a good idea. Again, they met seventy two hours ago, and they just fucked. And they didn't even really. Yeah, kind like, of. <laughs> didn't even really. And mm-hmm. yeah, but she's so happy. She's like, I can't wait to meet your mom. Well, she's 17. She doesn't true, know. True, 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 true. And will her she's mind. She's almost 30. He yeah, should know better. He should know. But there's something. Like, he is stunted. His yeah. mental, like, cap- capability is stunted. He has somehow. the mind of a 21 year old man. Like, they're very similar. Like, yes. mentally, they're on the same page. Yeah. But he is a grown ass yes. man. He is a grown ass man. He says that he is proud that she is his girl. You know, they never asked. He kind of just started calling her my girl. Yeah, he never asked her officially. He just kind of like, you're my girlfriend now. (laughs) He's like, I laid out roses and candles for you, so we're dating? Um, Those blood candles were not cheap, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those flowers that I drove all the way from Bonton with to Dallas, that makes you my girlfriend. (laughs) But so they... They are it's, couple's goals, though. They're so sweet. Without the age difference. Right. And the, like, three-day relationship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she has to go to sleep, because the set is coming up. And he says that he'll sit outside of the hole and sing to her until he she falls He going to make asleep. them a double-wide cubby hole. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh. And he goes home, and he goes to see his mom. 
And she says that she wants her sweet child back and that vampires are the devils. And he says, why do you have so much hate in you? And she's like, I don't. And he starts listening all of these things that he hates, or that she hates. Women in red shoes. She doesn't like... I was oh, like, red shoes? Uh, it was the colored people for me. Oh, I put... Yeah, she's a class A narcissist. Yes. Um, and I'm just... <laughs> that whole scene, I'm just waiting for Hoyt to say... It's not just a phase, Mom. It's who I am. <laughs> well, he kind of does. He's like, I'm not a baby anymore. I'm a grown man. And then he eats the sandwich that he, she makes for him. I was like, he's a grown man that takes the sandwich that she made and cut for him. Yeah. Um, but I hate it. This is just a personal thing for me. I hate when people say or they blame it on their upbringing. Definitely. You could be you a person. You could be a better person if you wanted to. Yeah. And not full of hate. Like, you could educate yourself and become a better person. Right. Well, she chooses not to. She, she chose violence. She chose violence. <laughs> a lot of violence. A lot of violence. And he tells her, like, you're going to be nice to her or I will never come back home. And then she's not nice to Jessica when they go to Merlots. But why did he... Wh- how did he expect... Anything different. I don't know. He I don't know gave, why he would have planned this in yeah, the first place. He gave her an ultimatum. Right. That's the only reason she's there. Right. The only reason she's there. And so, of course, of course, it was going to be a Bad. terrible dinner. Yeah. What did he expect? He even told Jessica, she, she probably won't talk to you or not like you at all. Why would you go? It's, I'm sorry if... Somebody was like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? I'll say you're going to meet my mom, but she also already fucking hates you. And she was 30 minutes late with right. some bullshit excuse. Oh, where she almost ran somebody over. She was like, I almost died. And Jessica went, well, they did too. They almost did too. <laughs> oh, and then she makes the comment about how she understands how getting ready. Because you never know if you're going to wear the re- black shoes or the red shoes. And Maxine <gasps> rolls her eyes. <laughs> I didn't catch that part. I didn't yeah. catch that part from that. The only thing... I agree with his mom on mm-hmm. is when they were like the you uh, two argument back and forth. Right. I was like, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that so much. You're so sweet. No, you're no, so sweet. I no, you're the sweetest. hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> you triggered. I was, I was just like, that would have blown my brains out too. I would have hated them both at that time, Maxie. Or well, whatever your mom's name is. After they kind of go back and forth, then her, Jessica cries and her and Hoyt leave. And Maxine drinks a beer, which we never thought we'd see. I know. She she goes, you coming home? He goes, never coming home. I hate you, Mom. (laughs) All right. Well, are you ready? Is it time to talk about Tara and Marianne? I do also want to bring up real fast. Yeah. uh, Last episode, we talked about Arlene and Terry and how Arlene thought she had date raped Terry. And we have to find out that that neither of them remember what happened. So they're good. Just in case anyone was worried about it. And my favorite line in this episode. I think I think I wrote down the same one. Is it the one. phone call? Oh. When she's no. talking to her daughter. Oh, no. I wrote where before they come out that they both don't remember is she says, can you stop being more peculiar than normal oh, to me? Yeah. That one's sweet. My favorite is um, Arlene's daughter calls Merlots while she's working and is like, Colby will eat cat food if you put mayonnaise on it. <laughs> love that <laughs> but they're good just in case anyone was wondering yeah but arlene deserves a raise uh, yeah she's the only fucking waitress there and she's managing yeah and she's running the kitchen right and she's trying to keep her life together so well, everybody i mean we're sam 
Like, we don't know where... Sa- well, we do know he is. He's in jail. Yeah. Uh, but, like, no one else has shown up. So How can a restaurant still be full when most of the people are in jail for sex crimes? That's what I didn't oh. understand. There's, like... New two, people. Two full cells of, like, females and men who yeah. were just going crazy that they threw in there. And yet oh. the restaurant's fucking booming. Right. <laughs> They're like, popular night of lots. Yeah, poor Arlene. Before we start talk, well, we're not going to talk about the Tara and Egg scene there yet because we're going we're to pull that out or like yeah. delay that for a little bit. Let's go back to the night after the MMA fight, the fucking SmackDown, the <laughs> <Yeah>. pay per view <laughs> SmackDown between Tara and Eggs. Oh, man. Um, Tara is the self proclaimed blackout expert, right. says, I don't like blacking out. And Marion's response was like, Some religions do it. And then, like, cries about how people used to black out, quote-unquote. And have fun and dance in the street. And run around naked yeah. to feel closer to their god. Yeah. And I'm assuming she means Maynads, since yeah. she is one. Again, we did not do any research into that, but I'm pulling out of my ass. Yeah. This <laughs> Sorry, is Dionysus. our podcast, so we yeah. get to say whatever we want. Right? But she, yeah, she just can't believe that she doesn't want any chaos in her life. And Eggs is like... I like chaos. I like a little bit of chaos. Oh, well, okay. Well, you don't seem to like it in the last 48 hours where you're blacking out and beating the shit out of each other. I know, but Tara, uh, Marion was pretty much like, Tara, just quit being a bitch. It's just a few bumps and bruises. Right. But at 12 minutes and 19 seconds or around there, Tara looks directly into the camera. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch that. It's after Marion comes into the kitchen and walks by her. She's like at the counter and then she looks directly She's like, in the camera. <laughs> yeah, she does. And I was like, interesting hey is this, tara is this the office? <laughs> well they have that very weird awkward meeting in the kitchen again in sookie's home let me just remind everyone that they have not left this house mm-hmm. they are there forever yeah and after this tara and eggs come to merlots and here it all goes oh this is the downfall of the episode she strolls in like Silently. not even yeah not even trying to cover her face like she just right. strolls in like Nothing's wrong. And she's covered in bruises. Yeah, she's beat up. Yeah. She is beat up. <sighs> and of course, Lafayette is going to react like that. Right. And he, why wouldn't he? Yeah. The, my family better act like that. Right. They better square up if somebody <laughs> yeah. treats yeah. me like that. I will fight you. Yeah. yeah. On site, bitch. On site. Right. And you made that comment about eggs saying about oh, Lafayette's yeah. eyelashes. Oh, yeah, here we go. He he gets, he, Lafayette comes from around the bar mm-hmm. and goes, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. And he goes, did this motherfucker do it? He goes, I don't hurt women. Wait two minutes. Wait two minutes. Right. Because they <laughs> keep going back and forth. And one thing I hate it, I hate it when he says that, um, like, when Lafayette's going to be like, I should beat your ass, you, you like, yeah. bitch motherfucker. And he goes, take off the lashes first. You're like, let me come through the screen real fast. I felt her rage (laughs) come in me. But again, the man who says, I don't hurt women, literally hit Tara across the face, aiming at Lafayette. How bad of a shot are you? Mm-hmm. Well, Lafayette's able to push them out, finally. But the whole... Oh, no. Tara has to, like, linebacker him. Like, oh. Like, she just runs, like, uses her shoulder and just, like, r- charges him out of the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. I thought Lafayette did it. Mm-mm. They oh. didn't make it to each other. Well, everybody in the whole restaurant cheers. They're so happy that this happened. <laughs> and my new insult to people is you ugly-ass next. <laughs> What are you looking at, you ugly ass next? You ugly ass next. That's my favorite line, I think, of the whole one. That and um, 
where she says, can you stop being, un- like, can you be your usual peculiar to me? Yeah. It was, oh. But that's not where the violence nope. ends there Mm-mm. with Lafayette, Eggs, and Tara. Yeah. But it'll come back. So trigger warning right now for domestic abuse. Just violence. Yeah. Just violence. The whole town, like you said earlier, is in jail, pretty much. Yeah. And there's just cells full of people going crazy and, like, screaming and being like, we don't know why we're here. You don't have any proof. While Sam is just kind of chilling in his cell. And Sheriff Deborn goes to the back, I guess, just like grab a key and Marianne comes to the jail mm-hmm. and she is trying to find Sheriff Dearborn. And everybody's like, Marianne, come on, let us out. Well, she possesses him. Yeah. It's just like, you're so tired. And literally like massages him for three seconds. And so vibrates. And he's, he's like out. Yeah. He's black eyed. And she's able to grab the keys and she goes back to find Sam. And he has seen a fly in his cell. Genius. And is able to shapeshift. Which, kind of, I was like, so this fly hasn't been here the entire time. So now I'm kind of like, is there somebody watching up for Sam? Maybe, but, I mean, it's a, it's like the country in the summer. (laughs) Yeah. And it probably came in from somewhere. I just think it was convenience. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, who knows? I guess we're going to find out one day. Mm -hmm. But she, Sam was able to escape and Marianne is pissed that he's not there oh like he's target number one but yes. like you have to give it to him he's resilient yeah. like being able to run from a main ad after all the mm-hmm. power she has he's been able to like squirrely get by why has he not just fucking left town when he first was going to leave like just leave no one cares no one will remember you in two seasons he was gonna give it the whole bar to terry God. which i keep thinking <laughs> Well, and then he was like, well, I was going to give it to Sucky, but she's not answering. Right. Through all these people. <laughs> he was the last choice, but like. Still. After Daphne got killed. Oh, no, he didn't have a chance. He, he was arrested. Tell. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But he just needs to freaking leave. After he, No, after he found out that like, she's not going to stop because right. she likes it here and you got away. Yeah. Well, like, well, I'm going to fucking get away now. Then I'm going to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Like, that's it. And he ends up going to Andy's hotel room. Yeah. Or Andy is drinking. And that's, for this episode, this is where we leave them. Yeah. Or where we leave Sam. But that is not where we leave Tara, Eggs, and Marianne. Marianne. So Tara and Eggs left Merlot's and mm. went back to Sookie's house and are playing a drinking game. Strip poker. Oh, yeah, strip poker. Nobody's right. naked. Right. So. <laughs> so not a very great game. Yeah. And Lafayette and Tara's mom show up at the house and they've come to take Tara. And Marianne is like, she brings out a bottle of alcohol and shows it to Tara's mom. No, she she goes, what's your drink? And Tara's like, whiskey, scotch, yeah, all that stuff. And she brings out a full bottle. She goes, just for you. And I'm like, yeah, it's so gross. She overcomes. Yeah, that's weird that they, like, she possessed them in front of them. Yeah. And then a whole fucking... B- mm-hmm. fight ensues. Because Lafayette and Tara's mom see their eyes turn red. Mm-hmm. And Lafayette what? is trying, he's like cussing Marianne out. And is just like, I don't fucking trust you, you heartless bitch, blah blah blah. Yeah, I was like, another smart one. Right. Another smart one. <laughs> There's only two people in the entire series who are intelligent. I wonder what you have to do. Do you have to want it? Is that how our influence happens? Like, do you have to like, I don't know if you have to want it. I think you have to be like 
almost persuaded. Like, and it doesn't seem like it's very hard to persuade these people because all she had to do was be like, oh, well, you can just come live with me until you're done and I'll be nice to you for a day. But, like, even at the parties, is like, mm. where people were, like, intoxicated True. and easier to, yeah. like, manipulate and influence, maybe that's what it... Because, like... You yeah. think she should be able to influence them because right. they just walked in the door and they're, like, within True. reach. But the fact that Lafayette was like, you would go hard a bitch. Like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you, but mm-hmm. I already know I don't like you. Right. It's because they didn't eat the pie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, just a quick note. We did buy a True Blood cookbook. Oh, yeah. And it has the rabbit stew in there. Are you brave enough to share rabbit? I even told you. I don't even know where to find it. I don't even know where to find rabbit. And I'm not like Marianne where I'm just going (laughs) to kill one with my bare hands. So I think for that recipe, I'm going to substitute chicken. Yeah. Just because I feel a lot better about that. Yeah. I agree. Well, Marianne possesses Tara and eggs and they both get black eyes and Tara starts assaulting her mom. Oh, that was hard to watch too physical assault and Lafayette is starting to fight eggs and then Lafayette is able to kind of grab Tara and abduct her and throw her in the car while she's like literally just tossed her over his shoulder and they just ran yeah and she is screaming something that doesn't even sound human she's like it's from the depths of her soul she's just screaming yeah and um eggs wants to go after her but she stops she goes no she'll bring them back Mary Ann is scary. I know. And at first I was like, I think I like Mary Ann. And now I'm like, oh, no, God. <laughs> I am not. I'm not a fan not a of Mary Ann. I mean, that's all I have. That's at this point, I... the whole town is looking for Sam. Like, she is trying to get a freaking hunt going. Oh, what I forgot to write down. Did you see the, uh, the fly on the table? Yes. While they were doing the poker, mm-hmm. then the fly on the banister, or the, the banister when they were outside yeah. and watching them leave? I mean, he has to know like what's going on but uh, okay then why did he go back to andy like just leave go get your shit and go he cares about the people though. well no one cares about you not uh, even sookie sookie's busy <laughs> is she sookie's busy watching people kill themselves and trying True. not to come all over eric so <laughs> it's a really hard day for her <laughs> i don't know how she does it <laughs> She's a real trooper. All right. Well, I think that's episode nine. And hopefully we're finally out of Dallas because all this shit's Dear happening God. in literal Sookie's house. Yeah. She don't know. She has no idea what's going on. All right. So that's episode nine. We will see you next week for episode 10.